This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. In the kingdom of God, things have never been better. Well, Pastor, how can you say that? Things are so unsettled. Oh, honey, things were settled before the foundations of the world. Jesus is having his way. He will have his way. He is having his way. Uh, I don't know if he's your Lord, but that would be a good place to say, well, amen. Yeah, Jesus is Lord. I said, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord in my life. I praise Lord in your life. Uh, I know that he's Lord of the nations. Well, moving right along, I need to have one or two that will believe. Maybe you're out there today. Uh, Welcome. Uh, We're going to look into the Word of God so uh, joyful. You know, gone past happy. Happy is based on happenings. I encourage you to come up a little bit higher. Tis the season of joy. Now, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. See, and if, you, if you've been following along, as you should, then you would uh, realize that all this while you've been waiting patiently, but God has been growing, planting seeds and growing, strengthening you in your, uh, in your hope and in your believing by the Spirit of God. And, boy, it's just as easy as going out back in that little bush of joy. You can pick all you want, eat all you want, make candies, pies, jams. Uh, garnishes, I mean, just have you some joy. Moving right along. It's all right. I'm already there, so, you know, you can come along if you would like today. I won't fight you. I'm not here to argue and fuss and to cuss (laughs) Uh, and all that kind of stuff. No, the Bible says the servant of the Lord must not strive or be argumentative, but be apt to teach. So we're just going to teach a few things today. And if you want to be taught, you'll be profited today. If you'll mix faith here. Now, if you're just bound to just walk by what you see and be moved by everything that you see on the outside, let me encourage you, go ahead and become a believer and walk by faith. Walk by the light of his word, it's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Walk in the light as he is in the light. Just let the Lord Lord over you and show you and lead you and guide you by his spirit. If ever there was a day, this would be it. This would be the time to come up a little higher, to live out of your spirit, to be aware of spiritual things. To recognize and realize that there's an invisible world that governs the visible world. Now, that's what we're here to train you and to equip you uh, to do. Because there's a work that God is doing and he needs you. He's going to work through you as well. But now, see, uh, we do what we can do, but then God does what only God can do. But we work in a partnership together. We can't walk together with the Lord unless we agree with him. Now, aren't you glad he's never agreed with you when you said, Lord, just let me die. Lord, let me have that woman. 
and then somebody else got her, and you were so sad, but then after a while you were glad you didn't get her. Let me move over here to the ladies. Aren't you glad that you prayed, I want that one, that one, that one, and this one? And the Lord didn't say, no. They look good, but they're really not good. Then when the preacher goes down the line, he hears about who you're dating. He goes, the Lord says, no, not that one. I hadn't chosen him. Next one, I hadn't chosen him. I go, God, how many this girl going to have to go through? And he says, well, it's all right. I got one coming. I got my choice for their life. Amen. Now, quit wondering about whether the one you're with is not. It'll all work out. It'll all show up. Amen. Just give them time to show up. Just give, if they showed up, just give them time to show out. Usually takes about a year. If they can't make it one year, sugar, how are they going to go the distance? Oh, we done bond of pastoring and pestering. Now, let's move over here. We got to run because Miss Sandy said I have to pay attention today, so. I'll do it when you're uh, first rule of order, men, uh, to survive before you ever thrive. Just do like she tell you, all right? Because of this, Ephesians, I don't mind praying this prayer. Uh, it's a wonderful prayer. Verse uh, Ephesians 1.15, because of this, since I first heard about your strong faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm talking to those kinds of people, and your tender love towards all his devoted ones. My heart is always full and overflowing with thanks to God for you, as I constantly remember you in my prayers. And we've remembered a bunch of you uh, directly uh, uh, this week. Your face comes before us. You come to mind. Uh, You're on our Heart and some of you on the phone. That's all right. We're here, and uh, we love to hear from you and uh, uh, enter into your situation and believe God together and see great things happen. Uh, Mr. John Fuller's here today with us. Uh, amen. And for those of you that are on the outside, without John, we can't get to you. Amen. The devil tried to work him over and all that kind of stuff, but uh, you know. Uh, it, 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 it's just a bluff. He can't, uh, he ain't got enough. He never has and he never will. So here he is up there. You can't see him, but trust me, he's there. Amen. It says this, uh, I pray. This is our prayer for you. This is the, the Lord Jesus prayer for you. This is the Holy Spirit's intercession for you. I pray that the Father of glory the God of our Lord Jesus Christ would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. Everyone say the hope of his calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritance that he finds in us, his holy ones. I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Then your lives will be an advertisement of his immense power as it works through you. Romans 15, I'm going to add to this. Romans 15 in one translation says, again, I pray. It's another prayer. 
It says this, Now may God, the inspiration and fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power... I'll say that, Lord. Now listen. Perfect peace and uncontainable joy are the results of trusting in God. So if you're, if you're not experiencing joy, if you're not having peace, where's your trust? Who's your trust in? Because it's tied directly to as you trust in him, there will be this, listen, this inspiration and fountain of hope filling you. Filling you with what? Uncontainable joy and perfect peace. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his superabundance until you radiate with hope. Lord, we pray these prayers together. You know, the disciples asked Jesus, uh, this was a request. They said, Lord, teach us to pray. I cannot find anywhere where they said, Lord, teach us to preach. There's not one recording of, Lord, teach us to heal the sick. There's not one record, recorded in the passages of the four Gospels where they said, Lord, teach us to cast out devils. But they did say, Lord, teach us to pray. Now, why teach us to pray? Well, they saw this. They, they made the connection. It was, it was a revelation connection for them that, that you tap the power of God. It is made available by prayer. They recognized it was that way with Jesus. And so they said, Lord, teach us to pray. Now, I'm going to say a thing here. We've taught all uh, uh, year on uh, every Tuesday on uh, the YouTube channel and that's undergoing some changes that time slot uh after the first of the uh year we'll make some changes there but i I culminate it simply with this uh taught all year every tuesday on on prayer uh even for christians that that was not their most favorite thing they preferred pastor in the pasture uh and that's fine we're gonna we're gonna uh continue uh, with that, that won't change uh, after the holidays. Uh, uh, we'll uh, continue with that. That's a lot of fun, and, you know, uh, you go with what's most fruitful. But I want to leave you with this. Prayer, it is the one thing that changes everything. And we'll leave it at that. You know, this Thanksgiving, we, we really, here's something to really... Uh, be thankful for these wonderful, uh, these one, wonderful words, wonderful promises from a God who is faithful. We're thankful for God's goodness, for God's greatness, for his faithfulness, uh, that we understand and is revealed to us and, is, and, and we see this working through the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. Of, of God's Holy Spirit. He is the great architect. And he is handing out hope plans. 
All these prayers are centered around the work of the Spirit of God, and especially around uh, hope. He is presenting pictures. And those pictures are plans that God has for you personally. He is imaging, projecting images, imaging images, invading your imaginer. The Spirit of God will, will come into your imagination and say, imagine this, hope this. Blueprint this. Oh, very, very practical way. Certainly as we read the word of God, the wonderful promises of life and, and, and that more abundantly of eternal life and of the blessing and, uh, being, and becoming a blessing uh, here uh, in the earth. Uh, but also even in natural things. You know, Jesus, if we're not careful, we miss the context of how Jesus did all of his teaching. He took a visible picture and explained the unexplainable, invisible laws, truths, realities of the kingdom of God. He still does that. The same Jesus that that received the Spirit of God at his baptism, the Spirit of God came upon him and filled him. And the overflow uh, of that to our lives, Jesus trusted implicitly in the work of the Spirit of God to reveal to people, to show people. As Jesus told and Jesus showed he was trusting the spirit of God we can see this in his prayer and you know Jesus prayed so Jesus disciples pray you know, we shouldn't just seek to be a church goer but to be a disciple of Jesus to be a learner of the great teacher and like the disciples, teach us to pray. Lord, teach me to pray. You know, we graduate from just praying to Jesus and praying with Jesus. There's a difference. But we see this in the prayer of Jesus and where uh, he asked the Father certain things in John 17. But previous to that, he talked a lot about the work of this Holy Spirit. And he said, he is going to come, and he is going to represent me to you. Where I can only be with you on the outside, he is going to come and be with you on the inside. And he's going to take of the things that belong to me. And everything was given to the Son by the Father. And he said, he's going to make them known to you. There's going to be a revealing of those things. He's going to show you things that are to come. How does he do that? Well, he unfolds the blueprints of God, the great architect of God, the Holy Spirit. He unfolds the blueprints filled with hope, images, pictures, and he says, imagine this. You could live this way. Imagine this. You could be this way. Imagine this. You could have this. 
Imagine this kind of a life lived for God, the one who died for you. What would and could and should your life look like if there were no limit to the potential and the possibility of God's workmanship? And the Bible says that we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. Said so there is this work of the rebirth and the regeneration then, the, 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 uh, the work of the Spirit of God transforming our lives. Says we are created unto good works, that we would also walk in those works. It's not just God saying, This is how life could and should and would be if you'd trust me. When you do, the Holy Spirit goes to work, and you and Him together build that life to live in. As you trust Him and walk and work with the person of the Holy Spirit, working with the Word of God. A disciple walking in the Word of God. A disciple praying with Jesus. A disciple partnering with God in His purpose. Then together you build a life worth living. And a life that's not just for yourself, but a life that is a shelter, is a safe place. A life that is a showcase Like the Bible says, your lives will display the glory and the power of God. A life that is a place where others can come. And you can share the good news, show the good news. A place where others who need the light of God can be shown God's ways, God's words, God's works. A disciple who then disciples others. A disciple who doesn't just take it all in and then it dies with you, but a disciple who seeds other people. A disciple who lays down their life like Jesus laid down his life in giving it away to other people. Just simply sharing, just simply walking and working with God, enjoying God, enjoying fellowship and communion with him and enjoying people. You know, when you pray for people, you get to where you enjoy people. Oh, I got some people I don't enjoy. Then pray. Pull them up into the presence of God, and you'll begin to get a vision of them. You'll begin to see a picture of them of what could or should and would they be like if they knew Jesus like you knew Jesus because somebody prayed for you. You didn't get here all by yourself. Somebody prayed you into the kingdom. Somebody prayed for you. Some of you had to be prayed for, have to be prayed for, (laughs) much more. And that's good. That's why that's good. Because, you know, uh, Jesus' program was people, still is. And our program is people as well. The only purpose, really, real higher purpose to pray is to is for people. In being a blessing, understand you will already be blessed when you begin to be a blessing. God shares with the one who cares. Imagine what life could be, what life would be, what 
life should be if there were no limit. And with God, there is no limit. No limit. It's your own measure. It'll be what you allow him to make of it, to make of you, to mold you and shape you into the image of Jesus. But there's no limit to the potential he put in you. You are made in the image and the likeness of God himself. You have been given so much for your inheritance. Powerful, powerful things. Well, that's you, unlimited. God's hope. The great Holy Spirit, who is the great revealer, the great revelator, has blueprints and plans to prosper you. The Bible says to give you hope. Psalms uh, 33, and I'll read this uh, very quickly. And then we'll be on our way down the back stretch. Psalms 33. In the Passion Bible, it's not this way, it's that way. So you have to. It comes after the New, the New Testament. Psalms 33. It's a wonderful psalm. The Lord uh, directed me over here today. It says this in verse 17. Human strength and the weapons of man are false hopes for victory. They may seem mighty, but they will always disappoint. Let me encourage you with the voice scripture uh, that the Lord declared. He goes, it's not by human might or strength or ability. He said it, but it's by my spirit. And what was he talking about? The building of the temple, the building of your life, the building of the dwelling place uh, of your life that was meant to hold the holiness of a wonderful, loving, giving God. God in you. The Bible says Jesus in you, the hope of glory. Let me ask you, is Jesus in you? Are you just someone that's a casual acquaintance or you've heard a lot about? He wants to come and live in you as Lord. It, and Lordship simply means that we uh, accept that, Lord, I'll, I will obey. Because disciples obey. The Bible says, go into all the world and make disciples teaching them to obey, teaching them obedience to the lordship of Jesus Christ. A disciple obeys God. A disciple is obedient to the lordship of Jesus. So it's not by human effort or might. That's just religion. That's just religious. That's us trying to work out a good enough that's good enough for God. That could never be done. The entire Old Testament, uh, where the law, the application of the law, don't do this, do that, was simply to show it cannot be done. It would take grace. It would take the grace of God. It would take God in Jesus, personally reconciling the world to himself. It would take, that's why Jesus is the only way. It took God to be good enough for God. But Jesus was, and Jesus is. 
And if you'll hook up with Jesus, and that, how do we do that? We trust him. We put our trust for salvation. We put our trust for righteousness with God, rightness with God. We put our trust that he is the way all the way through life, through death, into a wonderful eternity with God. Everybody will appear before, before God. We're all on our way to heaven. It's a matter of who gets to stay. Only those that have trusted Jesus. Jesus is your ticket to heaven. Period. Let's continue here. So, so all hope in man's efforts and strength and ability, no matter how good it looks, he says it's a false hope. It says, the eyes of the Lord upon even the weakest worshipers who love him, those who wait in hope and expectation for the strong, steady love of God. Have you ever felt like a weak worshiper? Have you ever been in a place where it, it seemed hard to trust, hard to wait, hard to even expect the goodness of God? Have you ever been a place as Pastor Sandy? I tell you, under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, rebuke that spirit of hopelessness. Because many people today are living and struggling with hopelessness. They see no blueprint for future. They see no, they, they see no images from God of greater and better things. But I thank God that his eyes are upon even the weakest worshipers who love him and those who wait in hope and expectation for the strong, steady love of God. You know, the little son says, we are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, yes. Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. God will deliver them from death, even the certain death of famine with no one to help. Have you noticed that pretty much you're on your own? But you're not alone. You don't have to be on your own. He will deliver you. He'll see you through. When there's no one to help. You ever been in a place where there was no one to help? No one in man's strength or power could help you. But the Lord is our help, isn't he? The Holy Spirit, one of his names is the helper. The helper. The Lord alone is our radiant hope, and we trust in him with all our hearts. His wraparound presence will strengthen us. And as we trust, here's another second 
scripture that that is a witness to what we said before. As we trust, we rejoice with uncontained joy flowing from Yahweh. See, if we don't have joy and we're not experiencing perfect peace, where's our trust? Perhaps you're listening to me today here in the house or out there in the world where we come to you in a picture, an image, and a voice on a little screen or through a little speaker, and you are not having perfect peace. You're not experiencing uncontainable joy. Matter of fact, just the opposite. You're fearful, worried, greatly concerned, troubled in, our, in your heart and in your mind. Let me invite you to put your trust in Jesus. Put your trust in Jesus and you'll see the work of the Holy Spirit. I want to invite you right now today as Pastor Ron uh, comes quickly. We're going to give you an opportunity uh, to do that. It's a simple prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, be Lord of my life. Come into my heart. Rule and reign as my king and I promise that as you help me as the Holy Spirit leads and guides me that I'll follow you from now on I give you my life give you my heart give you my all and I believe you've heard my prayer and I want to thank you for saving me amen now if you prayed that prayer I'll tell you we trust the work of the Holy Spirit and he will do exactly what he promised to do he give you the rebirth born again a new creation a new life a new start a new everything and all the new things are from God and all the old things will pass and fall away fall off of your life as you trust and you follow him I declare perfect peace and uncontainable joy unexplainable uncontainable joy you don't even know why you're so happy but Jesus is such a happy 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 wonderful person in your life always always joyful always positive always never perturbed or disturbed So congratulations. You let us know. We'd love to hear from you and help you with your walk with the Lord. I also felt impressed of the Lord before we cut away. uh, And it's for everyone here today, but also uh, I'm going to read a portion of Scripture that I believe God wants to do a real, uh, wants to do a work uh, from this Word among us. And I can think of no greater work than the great, the great blueprinter, the great architect, giving us a blueprint for the wonderful future that he has for you. So I'm going to read a portion of Scripture, and uh, and I'm going to release this over you, and then we're going to cut away, because people, I'm going to invite you, I'm going to lay hands on people uh, today. We'll do this uh, quickly, orderly, 
but as I read this portion of uh, scripture, if you want this uh, for your life, then you can just come uh, forward, discreetly move to the side. But I, uh, I'm going to read this and then uh, as a point of contact, I want you to just touch the screen, touch the speaker, however we're coming to you today. If this touches you, touch it, and I'm gonna really and and you can't. We can't be together personally or, or you know, physically at this moment of time. But we're together right now under the sound of the voice of God and under the work of the Holy Spirit. And as a point of contact, when you touch, you're gonna to see God touch your life. The Bible says this in Corinthians, First Corinthians two. I'm gonna read just a little portion of Scripture. It says, however, there is a wisdom that we continually speak of when we're among the spiritually mature. It is wisdom that didn't originate in this present age, nor did it come from the rulers of this age who are in the process of being dethroned. Instead, we continually speak of this wonderful wisdom that comes from God, hidden before now in a mystery. It is His secret plan, destined before the ages to bring us into glory. None of the rulers of this present world order understood it, for if they had, they never would have crucified the Lord of shining glory. This is why the scripture says, now listen, here's our, here's the point of the point. Things never discovered or heard of before, things beyond our ability to imagine. These are the many things God has in store for all his lovers. But God now unveils these profound realities to us by the Spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit who constantly explores all things. After all, who can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except with that person's spirit so it is with God his thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by his spirit the spirit of God so I want you to here's what we're believing for the work of the spirit of God his revealing to you the things that before have been have been a mystery God's plan his secret plan his wonderful purposes his provisions of protection for your life. Going forward, you, you, we need to work with God, and God is always working His plan. So instead of just guessing and wondering and wandering, let's have the help of the Holy Spirit. So as you touch your screen right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this work of the Spirit of God. If they want to know, Lord, I thank you'll honor that desire. Open eyes, unstop ears, break into imaginations, bring perfect pictures, Lord, of what could and should and would be in this wonderful, unlimited life that you called us to. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, that you're doing that right now. Thank you for joining us uh, today. We look forward to being with you the next time. Until then, you be so very blessed and be at rest. Jesus is Lord and all is well. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. 
For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church. Thank you.